It's the Baseball Talk Radio Show with Gary Mack and Rich Baxter. How you doing, Gary? Happy uh, Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, Rich. And, uh, you know, 56 years ago, on this date, as a matter of fact, and it was a Father's Day, a big event happened between both of our teams. Uh... It was a perfect game. Jim Bunning threw against the New York Mets on the first game of a doubleheader, and I was not at that game, but I did watch it on television. I was uh, 11 years old and uh -huh. uh, got to watch that game. It uh, uh, and and I remember it not because of the, not only because of the perfect game, but because. In those days, you didn't get to see as many games as we do now. They all weren't televised like they're now. And uh, it was a big thrill. It was, you know, Father's Day, so we had gone to church and, and come home and, and did what we had to do because we wanted to, you know, uh, watch the big doubleheader, the Mets doubleheader. We were all excited and and here what happens, Jim Bunning, future Hall of Famer, throws a perfect game. Uh, and, and the funny thing about it was that at the end of the game, you're, you're almost, you're rooting for Bunning. And then uh, he strikes out John C. Stevenson to end the game, and you, uh, and you go, oh, terrific! And then you go, oh, but the Mets lost. I shouldn't be rooting for the Phillies. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was one of those things. It was a once-in-a-lifetime uh, event. Uh, you don't see a lot of perfect games. And, and uh, uh, this was uh, it was quite a thrill to watch, even if I did see it on TV. Yeah, as you said, uh, perfect game, 27 outs without a runner uh, reaching base. And, of course, not hitting one of these into a spot where a fielder cannot uh, get to it. That's so it, right. it's, it's quite an accomplishment, as you said. And I don't think I've ever been to a perfect game myself either. I've watched them on TV. And as you said, you're, you're transfixed in every little pitch because you never know a squibbler down the line, a bloop uh, could end it all. And uh, I remember Halliday's perfect game uh where there was a hit and um, Chooch went out to run out. The, I think it might have been the last out of the game. He had to chase the ball down, throw it down the first, and, you know, a million things can happen <laughs> with that. So you yeah. you hold your breath almost. Yeah, it's so true. And, and I, you know, like I said, it, it was kind of a mixed feeling because – he got the two outs, and and you can. I, I remember, you know, as a kid, I'm like, uh, you're half rooting for Stevenson to get a hit to break it up, and but you're half hoping that, uh, you know, he would uh, he would get it, and uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, there was the uh, New York Daily News from back in. Uh 19, let me see if I can read the, <laughs> June 22nd, 1964, yep. seven cents. What a bargain back yeah, then for that yeah. paper. 
That was the Monday, uh, the next day after Father's Day, and uh, his kids were there, and his wife was there, so it was pretty cool. And uh, it, Ralph kind of even had him on. I remember him being interviewed between the games, and uh, uh-huh. I think it was the first time that they had uh the other somebody from the other team on i and i can't swear to that but there uh-huh. was some something connected i remember ralph kind of talking to it, about it and um you know we could also say uh that uh also on uh father's day ralph kind of made his uh one of his most famous malaprops when he said to all the fathers out there, on this Father's Day, to all the fathers out there, I want to wish you a happy birthday. So, uh, you know, uh, lots of good stuff coming from uh, Mets camp on Father's Day in history's past, or, or not so good stuff, depending on how you want to look at it. But though we'd open with that, Rich, uh, a little bit of baseball history, it was uh, uh, quite a game and and uh we have to talk about history because we don't have any baseball that's true we're back and forth back and forth in the news we're hearing quite a lot i figured it would be a done deal by now neither side wants to give in this situation it seems like and they're squibbling over (laughs) what 10 games one side wants 70 the other one wants 60 yeah Call it in the middle, 65, 64, you know, in, in deference to the perfect game, 64, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, however, on the other side of the coin, as we've also heard in the news as well, uh, a lot of players, personnel testing positive for the COVID virus. And this is something we're going to live with. It looks like this is something we're going to live with well into the future. Well, yeah, I mean, they've shut down the Florida camps because of, uh, uh Toronto and Philadelphia and, uh, uh, the Yankees have come. There's been some reported cases of COVID within personnel. So they shut down. They're going to sanitize the whole spring training. Uh, the Mets and the Yankees have said that they're going to do this second spring training, if you will, up in New York. The weather's beautiful. Uh, it's plenty warm, so they can do that now. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it comes down to money again, Rich. It's, it's always about money. And the thing, the hypocrisy of the whole thing is, you know, the players, uh, I hate to say I'm on the side of the owners here, but the players kept coming out and saying, well, Tell us when and where, and we'll be there. This was after uh, Manfred first said that he was 100% sure it was going to be a season. Then he came back a few days later or a week later and said, there's not going to be, I don't have a good feeling, there's not going to be any baseball. And then they put together that last um, last ditch effort to try to get to save the season. And they went, and in the meantime, the players were all going on Twitter and saying, just tell us where and when. Tell us where and when. Well, they told you where and when, and then you didn't like it. So then you made a counteroffer. Now, you know, 
okay, that's great and all, but if they if it's where or when, tell us where or when. And then you make a counter offer that doesn't jive for me. Because if they told you, okay, be here, we're gonna play sixty games, then you said should have said, All right, we're gonna play the sixty games. You got your prorated salary. No, they only wanted seventy games. So they're ready to play when and where, whenever. Oh, on their terms though. So I you know, I, I Look, I I said in Mets musings the other day in, in uh, the podcast that I do on the Mets, I said both sides are the blame in this. Nobody gets away without blame, but the players look bad now because they came out with this whole campaign. It was not just one or two of them; there was several of them. Tell us where and when we want to play. And then, are they playing? No. So, the hypocrisy just makes me sick. Yeah, and as you said, uh, we we seem to have some sort of an agreement. And then, at the last second, a week later, it was uh, proposed that, you know, how about this? You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, and as I agree with you, but... Which side would you blame more, the players or the owners at this point? And I know you probably have a have a side you're leaning on. I want to see if it matches mine. Well, I I, I would think at this point, you know, I you'd almost have to blame the players more. I mean, as I said, they're the ones that came out and said where or when tell us where or when and now all and and so the the owners did that and then they come back with a counter offer they want something else i to me uh look i i go back to the to the owners are the ones that put the money up i know people say well nobody comes to watch the owners play but if the owners don't put the money up, there's nothing to come watch and play. There's no stadium. There's no uh, games. There's no nothing. There's no TV. There's nothing. So, uh, you know, as far as that goes, I right now I'm siding with the owners. Yeah, yeah. It seems like... Um especially Mike Trout hadn't tweeted anything in a long time. Then all of a sudden he's back on Twitter. You know, where are these guys in the media? I know they're not supposed to break the ranks. They're not supposed to wildcat and go out and talk on their own, but they must have an opinion and, and negotiations like this. Sometimes it's the blind leading the blind. The majority may not be, um, represented so to speak all the time um when it comes to this so you know we're we're hearing very little except that phrase tell us when and where we're ready we've been ready um is what reese hoskins tweeted out but you know (laughs) it's got to be on one or the other side to to start this but we have that specter in the background with the sickle, so to speak, 
uh, in the COVID virus. You, you still have it. There's a lot of people that have it, that, that carry it, that don't exhibit symptoms. And that's one of the biggest problems we're going to have going forward. It's not always the people that are sneezing, coughing, outwardly looking sick. It's people that have it that don't know they have it, or maybe they do know they have it, and don't exhibit the symptoms. Maybe it doesn't affect them as much. Mm. Um, maybe their immune systems have, have handled it, but they still have the virus and they can still pass it on. Right. So, you know, baseball and professional sports in general have a big problem with this. As we said when we started off, five Phillies uh, organization players supposedly had this in addition to other personnel at the stadium. So if you have something like to sweep through a team, what do you do then? If you have 10 guys on the same team, are you going to replace them all? Obviously you would have to, but you know, <laughs> there's a lot of question marks to go with a season that might start up uh, with this COVID uh, God forbid base or football rather is even closer of a sport. The linemen lining up, exhaling <laughs> basically yeah. one another's helmet. Yeah, I uh, don't see. Yeah. Though I did see a picture of a helmet with a like a, a uh, filter type mask built into it, and perhaps they can do something like that with football. You know, uh, we, we'd get like a almost like a, a gas mask, you know, <laughs> type of deal where it's covering everything and then it's and it's a, the front of a football helmet it's it's feasible with them because some of them do wear the you know the shields and all the other stuff so this this no. would just be a continuation of that and um i could see it uh, uh even hockey to a certain extent because they do wear plastic shields some of the guys so um but um i i don't know and and you know what it i'm gonna go back to what we talked about last week with the protests how do you know protest doesn't pop up in, in when there's a game scheduled and and they rush into the field and cause havoc you know uh, yeah and and i'll i'll add to that nothing seems to be done about this the other day protesters dragged down a ulysses s grant statue for what reason i don't know but why isn't something more done about this? This is ridiculous behavior. It's it's by a bunch of idiots that need a better thing in life to be interested in, uh, mainly working and uh, you know, uh, <laughs> providing for themselves or and or their families. Rich, I think uh, that's I, the other show that we should be doing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's amazing, but we're sitting back. So oh well. Let yeah, them do no, it. No, I'd bring in the goon squad on them. You're 100 sorry. And correct. I I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, look at Seattle. They they got a whole block that they took over. Um, I, I know what I would do. I'd cut the water and the electric and and the cell phone service into there. I put a big fence around it. And I'd have uh, uh, armed guards and, and make a border. They want to be autonomous? Okay, you're autonomous. You got to get your own cell phone. You got to get your own, figure out how to get water. 
and and electricity. Oh, you want to buy it from the United States because now you're not a citizen, so you got to negotiate a treaty with us. And, well, uh, <laughs> that's that's even another <laughs> sideline <laughs> on why you should not allow this type of stuff to happen. It's, exactly. It's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to the country. It it it, it is. It's just and. Uh, I, I, you know, I watched them tear down that statue in, in, uh, DC the other day of that, uh, Confederate general. And, um, okay, it was a Confederate general and, and who really cares? But, you know, in 1958, they passed a law that all of those Confederate soldiers would be treated as U.S. Army veterans. And they were mm-hmm. equal to the same rights as a U.S. Army veteran. Even though they fought against it, they gave them that right in 1958. It's a law. And, and so they are, not only they, when they desecrate a statue like that, they're desecrating, uh, uh all of the U.S. Army veterans that, that have fought in all the wars. And, uh, and then to see, uh, George Washington statue be torn down. And, and the flag burned, uh, with it. Uh, it was just disgusting. And, and I'm with you. I would have had the goon squad out there. And, you know, unfortunately, it may come down to that. You, you're going to find in some city that they're going to be in the wrong city. Yeah, the don't, wrong town. don't treat these people with kid gloves. Come at them with clubs, shields, whatever you got. Come at them. Well, I Bri- think- drive down with six busfuls. Of cops with shields and sticks. They're not going to do it anymore. They're going to have lumps on their head. They're going to go home and think twice about it. It's ridiculous. I, it's, I, it's, it's very anti what you and I grew up in. Yeah. And sometimes these people need a, a little stick over the head to, to make them think. Well, unfortunately, these are, these are all the kids that got participation trophies and that you couldn't spank and that you couldn't punish. When they were kids. because And it's continuing. Oh, you don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh, so look what this is. Now they've grown up. These are the kids that were crying in the aisles of the supermarket, throwing tantrums because they wanted to box the lucky charms. <laughs> this is what you got now. And we are caving into this. This it's it's now I'm gonna go. <laughs> don't stand by. Don't stand by and watch it. Dispatch five busful loads. That's what our taxpayers pay for. That's what my money's going I, I for. I want some more. representation down there. I don't want to see see all this. I don't. I didn't pay for this. But I think you have to look and see the towns that it's happening in. It's all run by left wingers, and 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 they all. I think a lot of them agree with it because they want. That's crazy. They want to institute their own whatever. How crazy is it to defund the police and abolish the police? That's so the most ridiculous I mean, thing. I, I, I feel like I'm in a Twilight Zone movie sometimes, <laughs> and I, I'm waiting for it to end. I'm waiting for me to wake up and say, oh, man, that was a, that was a terrible movie I just watched. <laughs> but it's something that's happened in this country. It's, it's amazing, and I think, I think you're absolutely right. I, I don't see that side that, that allows this to happen and thinks it's okay and everything's fine and – Oh, they're just protesters. No, they're violent, out-and-out people that are getting away with, in some aspects, murder and assaults. 
Uh, this is not what this country is about. Fight fire with fire. Bring force to force if necessary. Mm-hmm. And now we'll get back to our baseball podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> as you said, yeah, we might have problems with the ballparks. I'm sure they'll have adequate security. Maybe uh, it seems like they always do. Uh, but we have no baseball to talk about. And we're we're almost uh knocking on july's door here in 10 days so um our our baseball meter at least my baseball meter is very low right now and uh i i really don't think we're gonna see see baseball it it's a tough call i mean one day i don't think you're gonna see it and the next day i'm saying well maybe I don't know. At this point, you know what, Rich? I honestly, I would say, throw in the towel. I mean, because it's the, they're hurting the game more. I, uh, you know, and then they're coming up with these the stupid rule changes that are are going to strangle us forever. Because the, you know, nothing ever goes back. The you know the extra inning thing now. They want to put the runner on second, like they tried in the minor leagues. It's stupid. It yeah. doesn't work. It's not fair. It's the most ridiculous thing. I've seen it in the minor leagues. I'd rather even see them play the 12 innings and then call a tie and give exactly. each team a point. Why, why giving that, uh, a runner on second up so you can end the game right away? It, it's, it just, it doesn't make sense. It's You're going to have people stupid. bunting to get the guy to third. Obviously, you got and three then, outs. Yeah, fly you'd be a fool not to. You 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 get the the guy in. Um, yeah. I, you know, uh, I, I went to a game and it happened, and and luckily the, the home team scored two runs, and and but they were down a run right away. So uh, it it's just not a, a good rule. And then the universal DH, and, of course, they want. Now, here's what I don't understand. They want to do it for 2020, okay, right? But why do they, oh, and this is the owner's end. This is MLB. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm going back on, on who I said I was supporting in this. But they want to do the universal DH for 2020 and 2021. Why? What? What? Yeah. What are we they're worried about? Twenty twenty. They're trying to sneak for? it in. That's right. And and make it permanent after yeah. that. Because then after that's the CBA, and they'll say, "Well, we've done it the last two years. We might as well just continue it." And before you know it, it's permanent. Um, yeah. I. It's too sleazy. It's too sneaky. And uh, you know, and. It, Again, from the players, like I said, the players aren't without blame either. They get just as much blame for not playing this year. And and I don't want to hear all of these Twitter things about, uh, you know, when just tell us when and where to play. If it's just tell us where to when to play, then if the commissioner said, okay, be in your home stadium Thursday, then you should be in your home stadium Thursday. You shouldn't be negotiating anything anymore. No, they made a counter offer. So, I, uh, I don't know where it stands. They're gonna, they need somebody to stand up or behind the scenes, maybe a Mike Trout, somebody with pull, a Jacob DeGrom, a Bryce Harper, maybe. Exactly. Somebody with a little clout 
and just start Go calling out on guys on the phone and start saying this is bullshit. And get it done. Uh, and, and get it and, done. And get a deal done. It's, yeah. it's going to take something like that to, to break out of this mold of stupidness. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but will any of these players willing to do it? Like in the older days, there were guys that would do it. Now, I, I don't know. Just don't know. So we're continuing to follow that story here on the podcast on the Baseball Talk Radio Show. Don't forget to hit subscribe on wherever you're listening to the show from. You'll get our updated latest shows right for you to listen to. Go over to BaseballTalkRadio.com. You can find us there. Stream all the shows uh, right from there, Gary. And uh, even send us an email. You can send uh, one to Gary at Gary at BaseballTalkRadio.com. And you can send one to me at rich at baseballtalkradio.com. If you have a suggestion or comment about the show, we'd love to hear from you. So please uh, get in touch. And you can uh, also help support the show by going to our Patreon page, uh, patreon.pay, uh, patreon.page, Patreon, I'm so worked up now. Patreon.com uh, slash uh, Baseball Talk Radio Show and uh, or go to anchor.fm slash Baseball Talk Radio and, and uh, you can uh, support us there and uh, help us out a little bit so we can continue to give you uh, the best coverage that of what's available. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, once it breaks, if it breaks and we get baseball, of course, we'll have a lot more to talk about. But, yeah, as Gary said, go over to anchor.fm forward slash baseball talk radio show. That's really the main home of where we lodge the podcast from. And uh, there's a support button on that page. You can click it. And they use uh, Anchor Payments, which goes through a, um, a secure payment method. Uh, for 99 cents per month is a minimum monthly contribution on up to 9.99 a month. If you'd like to uh, become a premier sponsor of the show, you can put it on your debit or credit card right through there. And it's uh, guaranteed to be safe and secure and uh, gary and i would like to thank you if you did that and uh, we will definitely put any proceeds towards what we earn into uh bringing you a much better show for sure and rich this is just coming across the wire the players will actually vote on mlb's proposal on sunday meaning today instead of waiting until next week originally they were going to wait till next week because they were reviewing the health and safety protocols after teams had shut down their regular spring training sites due to an uptick in COVID-19 cases. Um, but uh, apparently they changed their mind, and they are going to vote on the, I guess it's the 60-game proposal today. So we'll see what the players do. Hopefully, maybe, 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 maybe they'll vote to, you know what, let's play ball. And and the rest is all will work itself out. I mean, yeah, and uh, they countered, of course, like we were saying, with a seventy game plan, 
as their quote unquote basis for agreement to resume play. Now we'll see if this is voted down today by the players, Gary, I think we're not going to see baseball this year. I mean, they still have time technically to do it because they're talking about a 60 game uh, remaining season. They have this, they have technically to around the end of the month, another week or so to get this done, but we still have players tested positive five Phillies players, three staff members, Clearwater training facility testing positive for the virus. A lot of people, if you look at these pictures from uh, warm weather climates have thrown their masks off. They're not wearing masks. It's a scary situation, even though they say masks may not help. Uh, I think they, it might help a little bit. So do whatever you can do to help prevent yourself from getting this um, infection. And, and it affects everybody differently, you know, from one person to the next is a drastic, drastic difference. So uh, as you said, we're going to see if 60 games is going to do it. And this is more or less a line drawn in the sand by the owners. They're not going for anything more. If it's not voted upon in the affirmative, we're not going to see baseball, I don't think. Um, and it's going to be going to be a not a good thing for either side, as a lot of people have said. You know, people move on from baseball; they'll they'll take on a persona that they blame one side or the other, and baseball is the one that's going to suffer from it. I think a lot of fans are going to drop off the off the bandwagon for a long time. Uh, Remember back in 94, I believe it was, they had a work stoppage strike slash whatever. Right. And a lot of people never came back. Yeah, I, 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 I think you're right. I think, uh, people find other things to get interested in and, and to do. And look, we all miss, we miss the game, but, you know, our time gets filled up somehow. And I, I think, that that does hurt the game uh and whether or not people will come back i i don't know uh it, it, like you said 94 took a while but uh they they were fortunate cuz they had the Sosa and Maguire matchup and uh, i think that was that 94 stoppage or was yeah i believe it i believe it was yeah and so that brought people back because it was, you know, they had that race to the home run record. So people that brought people back, uh, whether or not, uh, you know, anything develops such as that, when, whenever baseball starts up again, who knows? But I, I just think that, you know, this COVID has exposed exposed a lot of things in this country uh and and i know we probably have some people on the other end of the political spectrum but it really has exposed the 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 poorness of leadership from the left in this country and it's also exposed the greed the greed of the owners as well as the players as i said the players don't get off on this they're, they're not so innocent. They're just as greedy as the owners. And, and the, the owners have a little bit more at stake, 
I mean, the owners are getting no income. Players can go out and do an autograph show and and make some money if need be. But the, the owners can't do that. What are they, they can't even rent out this stadium to a concert to have some income because you can't go to concerts either. So yeah. it's it's very, yes, they have the TV contract, but if there's no games, they're not going to get paid for the TV. I don't believe so. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the greed on both sides uh, have come out in this. And it's really exposed a lot of that. And, and you know, the plays, uh, I think I said on this show before, I you know, you're for social justice and all of that. That's fine. That's great. You want to go to a protest, go to a pro. I don't care. You know? But don't attack somebody in Twitter, as some of the players did, that don't agree with you. And why do you have to give selfies of yourself like, hey, look at me, I'm at the protest. Well, protest supposed to be a serious thing. Don't be smiling. Hey, I got my kids at the protest. And taking <laughs> selfies of yourself at the protest. What, are you trying to tell us? Oh, I'm... I'm uh I'm so socially conscious, conscious person uh, of uh, justice and uh, all. Oh, you know, come on! It's self in egg. I can't even pronounce the word. I'm so worked up. Uh, uh, whatever. You. It's just. Uh, and I know you're selling a brand and all of this, but come on now. Uh, you know, Sean Doolittle. Do you know? Get, Get pictures of himself at the at the protest, and this guy's got pictures of himself with the look at me. I'm at the protest. Come on, it, it it's uh, and then get an argument with fans about statements they may have made or may not make because it doesn't agree with your politically correct statement that you're following or something. You know, we used uh-huh. to have difference of opinion in this country, and that's what made it great. Yeah, uh, now you can't. Now you can't have yeah. a difference of opinion because then you're labeled something horrible. You're you're a racist. You're a homophobe. You're uh, anti-Semite or something. Uh, and if you, you, and know, you can you, have a difference of opinion. Of course you said. can. Of course you can. And and you you should be allowed to express that just as much. But now we're banning books. And, and we're, uh, kicking TV shows off of television because certain people don't want it. And they're taking movies off that are classics because, uh, X amount of people don't want it. And that's the problem. We let these fringe minor, minor groups get away with this stuff. And, uh, and yet most of the polls, people don't want the DH in the National League, but we're going to get it. So I, you know, I I don't know. I, I as I said, I nobody's ever mentioned that about protesters storming the stadium, and uh, I think that's something I would consider. And uh, another reason, you know, these cities can't seem to control them, and and yeah. most of the baseball teams are in a lot of these cities that are having these protests. Uh, yeah. And, and run by left wingers, and and they can't run a a, a freaking uh, 
I don't even know what you want to. What's circus sideshow? Yeah, I mean it is a circus sideshow. They, they, they. You know, I'm surprised they. Well, I don't know. I don't want to get vulgar, but I, I, I I just, um, I, you know, I, because I think in New York, and we have two of the most incompetent boobs running New York uh, between the governor and the mayor of New York City, and. Uh, I, I, I can see, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure I'd even want to go to a game, to be honest with you, even if they, they allowed people, um, they just yeah. took 600 undercover cops off of the streets. They're going to put them in uniform. And, and those yeah. are the guys that are out, you know, you go to a ball game, you don't know how many undercover cops there are there that are keeping you from being pickpocketed or knifed or whatever. And now you're not going to have them because yeah. it is nitwit mayor in New York City. So, uh, I, you know, I'm not even sure I'd want to go to a game in a major city anymore um, because of that. Uh, or, or a major city anymore. Or go that to a matter. major city, yeah. <laughs> on, exactly. the, on the corner. <laughs> exactly. Uh I don't know. It, it's it's just it's just crazy that nobody talks about that. And and uh, I, I mean, to me, between the virus and between the threat of that, and uh, and these people are nuts. These these uh, thugs, these looters, these rioters, criminals. Call van- them what they are. Criminals. Vandals. These criminals. Um, the, these anarchists and stuff, they're crazy. And, yeah. And, and they're very, and they're not a representation of this country, even though they're certain areas are allowing them to get away with it. Yeah. I think, um, uh, it's just for the convenience of those in power. As you said, they're not, uh, taking it upon themselves to do the right thing and keep law and abiding uh behavior going on if if everybody did whatever they wanted to do we'd have complete lawlessness in the country so i said let's take over our block <laughs> i don't want to pay taxes anymore right, right. <laughs> you know uh <laughs> let's just take it over and declare ourselves uh, autonomous independent <laughs> yeah i think well and and, and uh you know uh yeah <laughs> Uh, get some solar panels, have electricity, and I, it's just, uh, I don't know. And, and I think it's all part of the, the whole thing. And, and, you know, and in a way, you know, maybe when you watch this stuff happen, you realize baseball's not that important. And, and, uh, and that's going to hurt them. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, we'll have to keep uh, an open eye for how this vote's going to turn out. And as we're doing this podcast on a Father's Day, we want to, again, reach out and say happy Father's Day to all the listeners out there. And we appreciate you uh, tuning into the podcast, longtime listeners that we've had. And um, don't forget, uh, stay in touch with us. Give us an email. Let us know you're out there. We used to get you know, emails from people out in California that listen to the show on their drive to work or wherever. We love to hear that. It inspires us to talk more, uh, puts a, a 
face behind an, a name or, you know, an email gives us um, confirmation that you're listening to the show and you like it. So get in touch with us, will you? And uh, Rich, they had draft a couple of weeks ago. Major League Baseball did, and uh, it was five rounds. And and now some of the guys or some of the kids are starting to play and or sign, I should say. And uh, that brings up another question: Where are they going to play? I mean, uh, are you going to sign these kids and and not have them? They're going to lose a half a season. Now it's even less of uh development um and they haven't played much if they were in a collegiate uh situation uh, or a high school so i you know this is really uh this covid-19 has really thrown a uh a monkey wrench into the whole workings of of so many things not just baseball but Boy, the baseball world is just all screwed up now. Yes, it is. And for now, um, until we get a vaccine is what they're saying is uh, when we're going to be more comfortable with it, if possible, if you want to say it in that respect. And um, we just have to be patient. If we have baseball this year, that will be like icing on top of a cake. Uh, we'll look at it that way if we get that. Um, I'm personally done with the, all the um, baseball that we've seen run on these programs with the <laughs> um, you know synthetic results and things like that. I'm I'm well past that. I can't even read it anymore. But uh, if we do get real live baseball this year, we'll consider ourselves lucky. If not, we can look forward to next year. Sure, we'll get through it. Uh, the show must go on, life must go on, um, and we're just uh, we're just all a part of it, little pieces of the puzzle. So we'll find out soon enough. And you know, Rich, there's there's whole other issues. I mean, uh, baseball has said that. Uh, I, well, I don't know if they said if they don't play, but no matter what, AJ Hinch and. Uh, uh, Cora, their suspensions will be considered as served. They'll be available next year to work, uh, as well as the GM from uh, Houston that got fired. I can't think of his name. Um, have they negotiated with the players? What happens if they don't play? Uh, we know that they're going to get uh, um, service time, but what about you know, does that hold true for guys that just got traded or guys that signed a one-year contract? Are they going to have to honor those contracts? Are people not going to be free agents? I thought everybody would be a free agent. One of my arguments was, you know, how fair is that to the Dodgers? They make a big trade for Mookie Betts. They get Mookie Betts. We don't play the game, and, and he's a free agent, and the Dodgers get nothing for giving up these players. Uh, doesn't seem fair that way, uh, but is it fair to hold Mookie Betts back a year? Uh, I don't know whether they worked any of that stuff out, and and so that would be something else that would they'd have to negotiate that I guess after, if they decide to cancel the season, which is almost why 
they may have been better off just canceling the season in March or April and just say, hey, look, we don't know when we're going to get back to playing. Whether it'll be safe this year, we're going to call off this season and come next year. Instead of this fiasco of negotiations that went back back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and it's it's almost like I could equate that to like restaurants. If you've had a small business restaurant in your town that's been closed down for months, you know, they could pull the signs down and just declare bankruptcy and be done with it. But some of them soldiered on. They're putting up with, uh, you know, having outdoor seating, trying to serve whoever they can to, to grasp onto something and make something happen. Uh, I think that's what baseball tried to do. They're grasping onto whatever they can, even though it may not be the right decision and mm-hmm. trying to put something forward. So we'll see what happens. Of course, um, as you said, the votes later today, as we're doing the podcast, we might have baseball announced tomorrow. So, uh, let's be positive. Think, as you say, optimistic, Gary, and, uh, maybe we'll be seeing baseball real soon. I, I I hope so, but uh, I I I'm finding it hard to stay optimistic about that, Rich. Well, thank you all for listening to this edition of the podcast of the Baseball Talk Radio Show. We'll be talking at you next week, hopefully with some better news and uh, more positive news. Gary, you want to lead us out here? Well, uh, just to reiterate what you said, Rich. I hope there's something. Uh, uh, a positive comes out this week, and we have some baseball. And uh, check out our podcast, if you will. Uh, you got the Phillies Talk podcast with Rich. He does that. And I do Mets Musings. So uh, if you got Mets fans out there, uh, check out Mets Musings and uh, MetsMusings.com or BaseballTalkRadio.com and check out. Phillies Talk at BaseballTalkRadio.com And Rich, I guess I'll see you next time. Alright, Gary, be well. And you do the same, and we'll see you next time on another edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show. Have a great week, everybody. Everybody.